should I lose my virginity to a prostitute? I've never had a girlfriend or even kissed a girl. Having the V card at 23 is starting to feel a bit embarrassing, and I keep thinking about it. Where I live, sex work is legal, so that isn't my concern. Just wondering if this would help me gain more confidence in the future, or I'll regret the whole thing. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Guiding Mind podcast. I am your host, Eric Almeida, here to dive into another episode where we tackle those burning questions that many of us men face. You know how it is, those moments when you're feeling a bit lost, your mind is telling you that something is wrong, and you don't see a path forward. That's what we're here for. As a coach, I'm in the trenches every day working with men who are seeking that compass, that roadmap to becoming the best versions of themselves. Whether it's seeing a clear path with your career, hearing from loved ones how much they value you, or feeling a deep sense of purpose, we're going to talk about it all. And if you're looking to support the channel, you can join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind. You get access to a bonus episode each and every week. You can ask your own question that I will answer here on the podcast and even have private coaching sessions with me where we can really dive into the nitty gritty of whatever challenge you are facing. Once again, all of this is available at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind, link in the show notes below. Now, today's questions include, should I lose my virginity to a prostitute? Am I being creepy if I approach women at a bar? She keeps flirting with me, even though we are both in relationships. And how do I stand up to my father? So let's start with our first question titled, 23-year-old male, should I lose my virginity to a prostitute? I've never had a girlfriend or even kissed a girl. Having the V card at 23 is starting to feel a bit embarrassing, and I keep thinking about it. Where I live, sex work is legal, so that isn't my concern. Just wondering if this would help me gain more confidence in the future, or I'll regret the whole thing. If anyone's been in a similar position or known someone who did this, I'd like to hear your thoughts. So I hear where you're coming from with this, and I can, I totally understand that sense of embarrassment and pressure, being 23 years old and not having had any experience yet. I had a similar story myself, slightly different. I didn't come out until I was 21. And so I didn't start having any kind of sexual experiences until then. So I actually got basically to the end of college before I even attempted to go on dates or anything like that. But I understand as a man that sense of pressure, like, like something's wrong with you because you're a little bit on the older side for the average guy to lose their virginity. Now, does that mean that you should do it with a prostitute? No, 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 no. You will regret it. You'll pet you're increasing exposing yourself to illness too, you know, to 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 disease that, that you'll be stuck with for the rest of your life potentially. And it's not worth checking off the box of your virginity with a person that's doing it just for money. It you may feel embarrassed now not having lost your virginity, but you'll probably feel icky and kind of like like you debased yourself if you do it with a prostitute it's it's not it's not worth it to to do it in that fashion what i would say to you is just own the fact that you're 23 years old and that for whatever circumstances have kept you from pursuing women in any kind of meaningful way or not having had success with that and to use that as an incentive for you just to try more intently to find someone to date. Do I think you should open 
in like a dating profile or on the first date that you haven't had sex or have no experience? No, I wouldn't start with that. It's kind of starting on a an unappealing foot for a lot of people. But I would say that once you've gone on a couple of dates with a woman and you feel like this can turn into a more real relationship to be very open and upfront, you know, a couple dates in of saying that you don't have any, that you've never been in a relationship and that you don't have any real experience yet. That's going to change the kind of women that you're going to want to look for too. You're not going to necessarily want to find a woman who's going to want to have sex immediately because you're going to have the same issue like you would just doing it with a prostitute of you're going to jump so far in your own development and exploration of your sexuality that it's going to be kind of jarring and it's it's going to create a it's going to create an intense dynamic with this person that they might not be worthy of having that experience with. That's the key that you being intimate with a woman for the first time is a gift that you're giving to them in the same way that when a woman is intimate with a man for the first time for her, it's a gift. You need to find a woman who's worthy of receiving that gift in that kind of way. And part of that is making sure that you have feelings for her and that she's worthy of you trusting her in that way. But yeah, don't don't do it with a prostitute. You'll just regret it. We're going to take a quick break from this episode and ask that you help support the channel by joining our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind. You get to access to a bonus episode each and every week. You can ask your own questions that I'll answer here on the podcast and even have a private coaching sessions with me where we can really dive into the nitty gritty of whatever challenge you are facing. Once again, all of this is available to you at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind. Link in the show notes below. And now back to the episode. Okay, next question. I'm not afraid of rejection, but I'm more afraid of being looked at as weird when talking to women. I would say for myself, I never shy away from conversation or afraid to talk to anyone really. But when I go out to a dance club or restaurant... I always see a woman I like to talk to, but I find it hard to speak to them. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm a weirdo if I spot a woman, intentionally sit next to her, or approach her to talk versus the conversation naturally happening, i.e. unintentionally bump into her or seated next to each other. It's really not the rejection I'm afraid of, like when it comes to dating, I look for opportunities. I think it's because I feel like I'm bothering them. Is this normal to feel like this? Do I have an unrealistic perspective? When it comes to dating, I'm more afraid of being looked at like a weirdo than being rejected. But maybe it is fear of rejection, but wrapped in a different cloth. I don't know really. So this is a great question. And this is something that is that I'm hearing a lot more from men nowadays, post Me Too movement about concerns about approaching women unsolicited in the way that he's talking about and not being judged like he's saying like a weirdo or freak or god forbid as a predator in that kind of way yet on the other side of the coin based on more recent survey studies 76 of women prefer for men to make the first move so it's kind of this like catch-22 situation of like Men are too scared to make the, the first move because they don't want to be seen like a weirdo, but women still mostly want men to make the first move. So what do you do in this particular situation? Part of it is allowing yourself to, to have your intuition be active and to sense if the woman is wanting you to approach her before you even walk up to her. So part of that can be 
making eye contact with her while you're still separate and seeing it, how she responds to that kind of eye contact. So if you make, if you look at a woman and she notices you're looking at her and she makes eye contact back, what is the expression on her face when she notices that you're looking at her? Does she immediately turn away and kind of like all of her body kind of turns away from you? That's a very obvious sign that she's not interested if she turns her whole body away from you. Does she make eye contact and kind of like smile a little bit, but still maybe turn away, maybe even like almost get embarrassed by the fact that you're looking at her? There's more interest there in that kind of response, especially if she looks back again to see if you're still looking at her. That might be a sign to approach her and see what happens. There's a lot of nonverbal cues that we as men need to learn and to develop receiving that information from women to know if it's worthwhile to to interact with them. And it's a lot of it is with body language. So is she facing you when you like if you sit next to her and you start a conversation, is she facing you? Does she turn and look at you or is she looking straight ahead or is she looking away from you? You know, when you try to have a conversation with her, how does she respond? Is she giving you one word answers? Is she not really responding at all? Or is she actually giving you more in-depth responses? The more she's interacting with you and the more that she's feeding into the conversation, the more potential interest there is. And part of it too is just kind of in this instance is ask right away, you know, just walk up to her. If there's an empty seat next to her at the bar and ask her, hey, is anyone sitting here? Do you mind if I sit next to you? And see what she, how she responds. If she's kind of like, eh, whatever, it's a free country, there's less interest there. If she's like, oh, sure, be my guest, there's more potential that there she might want to have a conversation. She also might be wanting to be polite. You need to keep going from there, but at least you you have some information to play with. And uh, and go from there. Like you have to like go with the back and forth and she if she see if she plays the ping pong back and forth in the conversation. But if she's if she's acting cold, if she's acting distant, if she's not really responding to you, if she's not looking at you or giving you eye contact, then she's not interested. She's making it very well known that she's not interested. And then you walk away and be respectful of that. You know, you try, it doesn't work out, you move on. She will appreciate, even if she's not interested, that you read her signals and you walked away. And if she's really, really interested, but she's just kind of being standoffish, she will then stop you from leaving. She'll say, oh, you know, no, 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 like, you know, you don't have to go if you don't want to kind of thing. But if she's not interested, she'll let you leave and just move on and go from there. We're going to take a quick break from this episode. I'm going to ask for you to like and subscribe. Liking and subscribing helps the channel out a ton. And you happen to, if you happen to know other men in your life who you think would benefit from hearing this kind of guidance and this kind of advice, share it with them. It helps the channel out a ton and I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, next question. Girl with a boyfriend messaging me. She's 25, I'm 30. A girl I know from a sports club we both attend, and her boyfriend attends too, has been sending me the odd message with XX at the end. She's become flirtatious and even asked what I was doing the other night. She keeps things relevant to the sport we partake in, but I'm wondering how to respond to her. I've known this girl and her boyfriend for just over a year and see them weekly. 
I have her girlfriend also. How would you respond? She messages me randomly every so often, not weekly, not daily, but there have been consecutive weeks in there. I love watching her stories as she is a content creator. So again, I ask, how would you respond? I'm needing ideas. So first off, I applaud you for the fact that you're catching that something is off about this interaction. She might just be a naturally flirtatious woman, and thus that's what you're receiving in that way. Or she might be intentionally trying to flirt with you, even though both of you are in relationships. So what I would say to you is to set a very, very hard boundary with her and basically say, you know, respond to her and say, hey, this is very flirty the way that these messages are coming across. I'm in a relationship. You're in a relationship. I don't feel that that's appropriate. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's your intention for this to be flirty or not, but this needs to stop. And either she's going to be like, oh, I didn't mean anything by it or whatever. But like, you need to set a very, very firm boundary on like, I'm not looking for this and I don't want this. The other thing I also would do for completely open transparency is after you set that boundary with this girl to let your girlfriend know that this happened and that you've already set a boundary that you're not interested because your girlfriend's going to appreciate that you were open and honest with her that this happened and especially appreciate that you've already taken care of it and set a firm boundary there. And that will help bring more connectedness to you and your girlfriend instead of you hiding this. Because God forbid you don't say anything to your girlfriend and she finds out in some other way, it's going to blow up in your relationship. Better to be open and honest and say, hey, this girl was flirting with me through text. I told her I wasn't interested and told her to stop. I'm just letting you know that this happened and and what I did just so that you're just as out of respect to you that this that you are aware of what happened. And so and then go from there. And that might change how you interact with the girl and the boyfriend at the sports club and how your girlfriend interacts with them too if they cross paths at all. But once again, set a very 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 strong boundary there a clear boundary. Don't just ignore the messages or ghost the message. That's not enough. You need to set a very firm boundary of saying to this other girl, you can you can do it through text. It doesn't have to be in person of like, hey, these messages feel kind of flirty. I don't appreciate that. Please stop messaging me in this way. But good question. Okay. Next question. How do I tell my dad university isn't what I want? I'm a 17-year-old guy, and I want to go a different path in life and do something I like to make a living, but whenever my dad talks to me about education and future, it's always go to a university. And whenever I tell him that I want to be a woodworker, he tells me to turn it into a hobby, not a main job. I understand he struggled very much in life just to make ends meet, and since he's a carpenter, he is well-informed about the hardships because he experienced them. I truly feel that my plan will be worth it. High school has been stressing for me. It's not letting me develop in a positive way. Uni would be the same thing. Stress, loneliness, and long nights. Then what's next? Next, a job where I get a mediocre salary and even more stress. I don't want that. So what am I supposed to say to him? So this is a great question. And it's very interesting that your father is not wanting you to follow in the same path that he himself is in. And so what I would say to you as his son, is to ask him, is to continue to say that your desire is to become a woodworker, 
but that you're hearing from him the importance of going to college and to ask him, you know, hey, like you're in this field. What about college? Like if I want if I really want to pursue this field, like what about college would benefit me to still become a woodworker? You know, and, and to ask your father, you know, if you don't think woodworking is a is a field that I that you're that you're discouraging me to go, ask him like, but you're a carpenter. So and you'd be like, I'm confused. Like you're doing this kind of work. Why would you turn me away from pursuing it as well? Like, what can I learn from you, from your experience so that I don't fall fall into those same hardships like you might have experienced here? Basically you're wanting to, you're basically asking your father to pass on the wisdom for why he's trying to push you into going to school and not go into woodworking and learn from him in that way and, and, and be very respectful about it and say like, you know, I want to understand why you don't want me to follow this path. And I also want you to respect the fact that I want to give this a try, you know, and, and maybe, Maybe that still does mean you going to college part-time while also pursuing the woodworking work at the same time. You know, maybe there's parts of college that will benefit you becoming a woodworker because if you're going to end up being an entrepreneur and starting your own business in woodworking, having an understanding of marketing and accounting and things like that, which you can get from a, from going to school can be very beneficial to you. Does it make sense necessarily to get a full four-year degree? Maybe, maybe not. And so, or it might make sense for you to go to a technical college where you can get some kind of certification or training that's specific to woodworking compared to a conventional liberal arts degree. And so what I would say to you is very respectfully, try to understand why He's discouraging you so much from going in a field that he himself is in and to ask him to share with you the stories of his hardships and say to him, like, you want to learn from him that you respect the wisdom and knowledge that he has from his own experience, but that at the same time that you want to use that information, but still walk your own path and that you hope that he will respect your own decisions as well, whether or not you choose to go to college in any kind of fashion or not. And this is part, this is a very normal transitionary place where you as, you know, as a 17 year old, you know, be about to become, you know, your own man in your own way and leading your own life where the relationship with your father and also your mother, but in particular father is going to turn from him being able to control your life, which is a responsibility of a parent to a minor to him becoming an advisor in your life. And him having to learn to respect your own choices and you having to make your own decisions and your own mistakes too. So talk to him, be very open with him and saying that you're wanting to learn from him so that you can understand and gain that wisdom from him, but then still set those boundaries with him of, you know, that you hope that he respects your decisions, even if he may not agree with you. If you enjoyed this content and you're looking for more videos just like this one, click over here. I have lots more videos of me commenting on men looking for advice.